It's me, David Webb, and here's a highlight from today's show on Sirius XM Patriot. You know, I remember when they actually would have me moderate debates here and there, not a lot of them, but, you know, some political debates that I've moderated in the past at different levels, local, congressional, even uh, a gubernatorial or two. And the debate structure in this country, how do I put this nicely? It sucks. All right. We we don't have debates. We have uh, basically ongoing marketing statements by candidates. I prefer, and while we'll, I don't think it's viable or feasible to have a, a purely Lincoln-Douglas-style debate, as I did in a couple of debates, I would have a Lincoln-Douglas portion to the debate, a time for engagement, a time for point and counterpoint uh, within the rules of respect. Michael Abramson I don't know where he falls on my Lincoln-Douglas format in part, but writes that revamping the House-Senate debates benefit GOP candidates and voters. So Michael, Mr. Insider as Newsmax as you are and podcaster writ large, uh, what's what's your idea? Well, I think we need a debate that cover the issues that Americans think about that we need we do we need debates that are not where we out currently we're outsourcing the topic to these moderators and i'd prefer a debate where the candidates decide prior to the debates what they're going to discuss and they should be focusing on those issues that matter to the american people such as health care the economy national security immigration and we've seen in the debates for the Republican nominations um, in different states that these topics are not the ones that are discussed. All right. So your example that you use in your article, the uh, debate, uh, May 3rd, 2022, 57-minute debate in Georgia sponsored by the Atlanta Press Club. Uh, no questions on inflation, rising gas prices, or immigration. Two questions on abortion, 11 minutes of discussion on abortion, about 19% of the time of the total debate time. Crime not mentioned until more than halfway in, even though crime, as you write, soared, and we now know soared in Atlanta in 2022. So, you know, how do you change it is the question. Well, I think you have to, number one, convince the American people that the revamping of the debates is necessary. You can't just say that, oh, the debates are biased and they're not informative. I think you have to give examples, number one. And this Republican debate in Georgia is a good example, but also we can look to presidential debates in the past that have just been the issues are not discussed, the bias is clear. And the second thing is you have to convince the other side that another format would be important. You have to show them that it would eliminate the gotcha questions, and it would allow them to discuss their issues. And then you have to put forward a, a format that's, that's beneficial. So why did, well, first of all, there's not really a law that I can think of on debate format written in any state. 
Uh, we've given this over, you know, you got the League of Women Voters on the on the presidential level. You've got whatever the state organizations are. Uh, so, and my idea of if you have an hour, 15 minutes will be, you know, if it's between two candidates or even three, Lincoln-Douglas style, you know, where you have to put your idea on, present it, defend it. You can be rebutted. You can defend it. You know, what, who, who changes this? I mean, I get what you're saying, but who's going to take the first step? Because it seems as if the debate favors the political structure of just blah, 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 blah. I'm marketing to you on this topic. That's my position. Well, the Republicans have taken the step for the presidential debates. For 2024, the RNC stated that they would not participate in debates sponsored by the Commission on Presidential Debates, which is a great first step. The second step is, what is that format going to be? And they haven't announced it. Um, And I think that these 2022 debates are a great way to try out different formats. My preference would be the candidates would agree to topics beforehand and they would just talk about them for a, a set period of time. So let's say the affirmative, like the Republicans would talk for two minutes and then the Democrats would talk for two minutes. And they just go through the different topics. There are, there are countless formats that you can do. I think the Lincoln-Douglas style is great um, for a portion of the debate as well. And well, it certainly gives them a chance to speak their mind and rebut their mind. Did this become a little bit too much about the moderators? I mean, so much emphasis is put on who's moderating the debate as if that, that sounds to me more like the network position itself, whatever network it is, that these are our top guys on politics. They're not really the center of the debate, but they've become that. Yeah, they love it, and they all bring they all bring their biases, and they all want to make their name with the with the tough question. And they've had terrible results. We look back to to 2012. Candy Crowley inserted herself in the debate between Mitt Romney and uh, Barack Obama in in 2016. They were definitely the when CNBC hosted a debate among the Republicans very discourteous and very just putting down Republicans. And it's been happening for years and years. And it's really baffling that the Republicans actually take it, that they're just that they just allow it to happen. Yeah, look, I've moderated debates. I have my positions. I have never once put my position into the debate as a moderator. It's not the job. Right. You know, this is the job to ask the questions and redirect if necessary as the moderator. Uh, but but even, I, know. I mean, just to, just to play devil's advocate a little bit, like even, even when you moderate it, you probably bring your, you bring a bias as, as far as what questions you want to ask. You're asking questions that, that you think are important, whereas I would want to, I, I would think that the candidate should be talking a little bit about the issues that they find to be important. Well, no, and and actually that's deliberately what I don't do. I I literally will sit there and look at each candidate or the candidates on the table or have in the past and say, what's that position? Where are those issues? What matters to the voters? And I don't rely just on polls. I look at actual issues. If it's economic, I look at economic data. If it's national security, I look at the actual national security picture, whatever it is 
whatever it needs to be. And, you know, this is, this is something we have to do. Uh, I guess in one sense, we're having the, the, you know, the erudite, the discussion. We're, we're, we're laying this out for the people out there. I don't think if people demand it, they're going to change it. I think the political parties are part of the problem. So, yeah, definitely. Definitely. They, I mean, they need, to, they, need to, they need to come up with a solution, solution themselves. And fight but who it. does it? Is is it maybe a movement in the the county? I mean, county level, state level, congressional? Is there a Republican Party uh, structure you think somewhere that's willing to say we're going to have better debates and we're actually going to do it? And maybe it has to start within Republican quarters, and we'll see if a Republican versus Democrat becomes that. What is it? Well, the like I said, the. The RNC's position on the 2024 presidential debates is a great start, but for these individual debates, these in, these different races, that's where the Republicans are going to have to step up and and make a stand. The Herschel Walker Raphael Warnock Senate race in Georgia is going to be fascinating on this point because they're going back and forth between whether or not what what the debate is going to be. Uh, Senator Warnock has committed to three debates. Herschel Walker has not committed to any. He thinks that there. He says that oh, the debates are biased, um, but he hasn't really put forward an alternate plan. And Senator Warnock is now running ads talking about how Herschel Walker won't debate, and it's going to go. It's going to go back and forth, and we'll see if the Walker campaign will put forward a different a different plan for the debates. So you're a take action kind of guy. I know this. Are you yeah. going to go to the Walker campaign and say, hey, guys, here's an idea. Put together this debate structure. Go to them and say, this is how we deal with the, like you write in your article, right? What are the issues that are not being discussed uh, in the Atlanta press? And say, put this plan in front of Warnock. Put it publicly. Come out. Let me give you the strategy. You've written a good outline of how to do this. The Walker campaign takes this if they agree with it, and they have to, if they or they they could or could not. But they put it out publicly and say, "Here's what we propose as a debate structure. This matters to the people of Atlanta, the people of Georgia, and these are the issues that that matter. And whoever the moderator is, these are the issues. Whatever, however they put it. Now you've put it on public record that you'll have a debate on these terms." I Let them say the no. They have to do it. I mean, I would, you know, if they want to take the idea and run with it, I'd be happy to send it to them. And I, I think that's a good way to approach the issue. And I think it's, I think the people are going to agree with it. Every, the people who watch debates instinctively know that they, they know what the issues are to them. They know about these high gas prices and immigration and other economic issues. And then, when they're done with the hour debate, I'm sure they say to themselves, well, these guys are not talking about what I want to hear. Well, I mean, if you look at debate statistics, <laughs> with the exception of maybe the presidentials, uh, just because that's the big debate as it, as it is, people just don't watch. Yeah. They've already made up their mind, left, right, somewhere else, and they don't watch. So, Michael, it's a good idea. I support it. Uh, send it over to the the Walker campaign and see what they do. <laughs> see what happens. All right. Okay, thank you. All right, my friend.
Thank you. 866-95-PATRIOT-957-2874. Revamping the debates. See, I, even in what right, benefits GOP candidates, benefits the voters. Who doesn't want better information? Who doesn't want a candidate to have to actually answer a question? Not, you know, they, they kind of, they answer the question they want to answer. Then maybe they answer a little bit of the question. Then they give you the marketing plug line. And remember to come to www.candidateforyou.com and for more of my solutions. Bullshit. I, like I said, I, I, if you got an hour debate, I want 15 minutes of it, 15 minutes of it to be Lincoln Douglas style. The topic put on the table. There you go. I've done it. It works. It makes them have to work for your vote even more. You can join me live on The David Webb Show Monday to Friday, 9 to noon east on Sirius XM Patriot 125.